0: Please be advised: all music tracks used in this production are sole property of Kelson Communications and are original compositions. Thank you. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. The following episode of the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast is brought to you by Podcash, as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Racket features audio stories told by anyone. Stir is where creators earn together. And PodCash is just that, free cash for your podcast. The good folks at PodCash just recently gave away $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters just like me as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters just like you. You see, I know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground. That's why I was so excited to have been a PodCash winner. I really wish something like this was around when I first started out. So, whether podcasting has been on your to do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's podcast.com. To everyone tuning in, welcome. This is Silas, your e journalism social work advocate. You're listening to the Kelso on the Air Social Work Podcast the program that promotes, celebrates, uplifts, and highlights the social work profession. This podcast aims to educate the general public to the vital contributions professional social workers make in every aspect of society every day. Hey, it's Scary Jones, executive producer of Elvis Duran and the Morning Show on Z100. I want to talk to you all about my friend and fellow Brooklyn College alumnus, Silas Kelly. Silas hosts and produces the award-winning Kelson on the Air social work podcast. My friend and fellow BCR alum is known nationally and internationally as Silas, your e-journalist social work advocate. His podcast, it's also listed as one of the top social work podcasts you must follow, the award-winning Kelson on the air social work podcast. Last year on Thursday, June 17th, 2021, President Joe Biden signed into law legislation designating June 19th a federally designated and recognized holiday. On Saturday, June 19th, 2021, Kelson Communications and the award winning Kelson on the air social work podcast went on location to the 3D's Community Empowerment Center in Baldwin, New York to cover their Juneteenth celebration, which was co-sponsored by the Nassau Suffering Association of Black Social Workers. Coordinators and attendees were asked to share their thoughts on the meaning of the historic day and their responses were recorded and produced as a podcast. Earlier this year, that podcast was submitted to the Communicator Awards competition, which is sponsored annually by the Academy of Interactive and Visual Arts. Subsequently, on May 10th, 2022, we received the exciting news that the submission was chosen as a winner for an award of distinction in the audio on podcast category. kelson communications is proud to reshare this production with everyone once again to celebrate this great achievement please listen like share download and comment also all and any donations of any amount would be greatly appreciated your support will allow us to continue offering this platform to enhance the greater good locally and globally Thank you. Harambe. In Swahili, it means all pulled together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very joyous celebration. And this is a special edition of the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. Saturday, June 19th, 2021. And this is the official federal holiday that has been designated by President Joe Biden as a national holiday to celebrate So we'll be bringing you clips from guests throughout the course of the day on their uh, reflections, impressions, thoughts, hopes and dreams. About going forward as we recognize Juneteenth as a national holiday. And we're going to be talking to folks throughout the course of the activities here, being sponsored by the 3Ds Aftercare Center in Baldwin, New York, and the Nassau Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers. I'm one of the members, known as Silas, your e journalism social work advocate. All right, hello everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Silas, your e journalism social work advocate. On a very happy and joyous occasion, I'm here at the 3D's Aftercare Incorporated Center uh, And I have the honor and pleasure Of introducing To kick off this special Juneteenth celebration podcast Dr. Lisa Z. Newland She's the president of the Nassau Suffolk Association Of Black Social Workers And also chair of the Malloy College of Uh, School of Social Work. Welcome, Dr. Lisa Newland, and please give our listeners a little insight on what this day is, how it all came together, and what this Juneteenth celebration means to you.
1: Well, thank you for having us. I think this is an awesome opportunity to just come together and uh, celebrate liberation and what liberation means. And we recognize that liberation represents struggle and also represents sacrifice and strength. Pain and promise. So, we're here kicking off a celebration of coming together, gathering the NASA Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers, which I'm the proud president of, has done a Juneteenth celebration and gathering annually for now three years. The first year we came together in community and we really focused on affirming ourselves. The second year we came together virtually. And we talked about intergenerational perspectives on social justice. And today we're here lifting the theme of wellness warriors promoting individual, family, and community well being. So we know there are a lot of threats to well being that impact us financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, so many different ways. So we want to come and be in dialogue with each other and have activities that people can do to lift the idea of being a warrior for their own wellness. So we're getting it in today. We have, uh, we started the day with African dance and drumming and centering ourselves around the uh, culture and the spirit of Africa and being persons of African descent and we had some dancing and we're doing yoga and uh, stress in the body and men's health social justice talks as well as emotional emancipation circles which helps us deal with the realities of racial trauma.
0: A great activity lineup uh, scheduled for today and thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. And next we're going to turn to Dr. Zodelia Williams, founder of the 3D's Aftercare Incorporated uh, Center where this celebration is taking place Um, and Dr. Williams, please give our listeners some insight into your reflections on this day this celebration and what it means to you.
2: Um, thank you so much for having me And I'm um, I'm just honored that um, The Association of Black Social Workers Chose 3D's Aftercare Inc. to partner with Along with Malloy College It's important because um, this is part of the dream Being liberated Our ancestors fought for me to have a, be able to be blessed To be a blessing to the community With this community center So we are located at 881 Merrick Road And it's the 3D's Community Empowerment Center too. We did have one on Seaman Avenue And here we are able to offer Um after school, remote learning, a teen parent that rocks parenting program, a teen cafe, middle school mingle, all kind of services to the community. And we don't only offer services to students in Baldwin. We go across to Uniondale, Roosevelt, Freeport, because we know that together. Right. And being liberated, we have to go back and get and help our people help all of our people and not just our people we have to be all about community so this day is important because we get to celebrate together and impact our community as well.
0: Okay well thank you so much and uh, we know that Thursday of this week uh, President Joe Biden signed into law to make Juneteenth a national holiday. Uh, Dr. Newland, what does that mean to to the African diaspora community?
1: So if I'm honest I think it's met with mixed feelings Um, and the reality of where we are at our time in our nation where there is a real and continued assault on black lives on so many different levels people do take this with a wonder, wondering what does it mean to declare a federal holiday while we still have oppressive systems operating. And so while I think it's a public recognition and acknowledgement that's important, I also realize that it's fraught for some with some conflicting thoughts and feelings. But I do believe that it is a step to open up awareness and allow us to come together to have more dialogue and hopefully advocate and put into place more equity in our system.
0: As we fight against the the oppressive systems that we've been forced to deal with, finding ourselves, feeling like we're liberating ourselves. So the big conversation lately has circled around and centered around reparations. And so on this Juneteenth celebration, we think that it will be um, fit for uh, some reflections and Insight into what that means to the general public versus what that means to people of African descent. So, any thoughts that you'd like to share on the concept and the discussion and the debate around reparations? And I'll take comments from both of you, Dr. Zodelia Williams.
2: So, first, I do—I just want to say that in regard to the holiday being a holiday, we wanna—we wanna give um, kudos to Opal Lee. Right? She was unwavering. Um, she stood through the fight to get this day of federal holiday, So we don't want to diminish her hard work and dedication. Like if I can be transparent as well, while I think it's great to have the day off, I think it's great to celebrate. We have been celebrating for a long time because we understood that this was above and beyond what anyone could give us. So thank you for making it legal. We appreciate you and we, we deserve more than that, right? So yes, it's the one thing to say we're liberated and then when I walk in the store I have to worry about, I'm black, or I have to worry about my 32-year-old son and sleep with the phone by my by my pillow If he's going to get stopped If he's stopped Are they going to ask him The right questions Is he going to make The right movement Is my night 20 year old When we leave Where we live In South Freeport Are they going to ask her For ID and not her friend So while it's great I appreciate it There's still a lot of work To do
0: Absolutely,
2: absolutely.
1: And I would just say In terms of the uh, fight For uh, reparations That has been An ongoing labor There are several advocates Who the National Association Of Black Social Workers Is affiliated with an umbrella organization the Black Family Summit which comes out of the Institute of the Black World 21st Century and that brings together a collaborative of over 29 I believe um, black professional membership based organizations and so the board of IBW and some of the family that comes from working with those organizations have been champions for reparations for decades Mm -hmm. and I think you know we don't want to lose sight of the work of those whose shoulders we stand on as we think about what the continued struggle needs to mean. I think, you know, we need to to, to see the uh, fruits of the labor of all of those who advocate so strongly for reparations.
0: Okay, thank you. And
1: then teach about why it's necessary, Mm -hmm. what it represents, and and have trusted messengers delivering that information within our communities, our allies, and persons who may be um, uh, against what this idea is. Mm -hmm. We still need to lift the the facts and the truths of why it's necessary.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that I just want to point out is that, uh, in the resistance to even consider reparations In various different circles uh, Both in government uh, Private industry And in, in everyday communities um, I think we should never lose a sight of the fact that When slavery was quote unquote Ended and it's in the documents Of, of history that uh, Each family was quote unquote Promised 40 acres and a mule So that they could start To build their own family wealth and intergenerational wealth and so with that promise never being kept and if you if you multiplied that that would be a significant amount that we could see that we would, could be old at a time like this so I want to thank um both of you for stopping in for a quick moment. Uh, we're looking forward to having more members come by and share their thoughts and uh, again, thank you for putting on such a great celebration and congratulations Dr. Zodi and Dr. Lisa Newland, on all your fine achievements. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you.
0: Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the 3D's Aftercare Incorporated, and we're celebrating Juneteenth. And this is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate. And we have some other members here who are going to share their insights, thoughts, and reflections about Juneteenth. So thank you for joining us, ladies. Ms. Vanessa Barrow, a Nassau Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers member.
3: Um, Hi, everyone. So just the significance of Juneteenth being recognized as a federal Holiday. For me, it just shows that, you know, our struggle, our heritage, the importance of what our people went through. Um, and I, you know, when we were enslaved, I always like to use the terminology enslaved as opposed to being slaves because we were enslaved Wait. or we were not slaves. Mm-hmm. And just just to have that recognized on a national level is great. It's amazing. I think that you know this is a holiday that we do have to teach our children when I was growing up in school I knew nothing about Juneteenth so um, I really do think that this needs to be taught in a curriculum Um, I even asked my um, stepdaughter you know are they teaching about Juneteenth in school and she said no so I think you know we need to promote um, African American history in the school system Throughout the year Not just for um, February for Black History Month So I think that this is one thing I feel That um, coming from the, recogniz- the recognition of This being a federal holiday To always teach our history Because our history cannot be just confined to one month Yes, our, our American history And just even I um, if you want to go across the diaspora in the Caribbean, Latin America, um, South America, Brazil, you know, um, my family's from Guyana. Um, Guyana's in South America. You know, this history is important and our work, our culture, our labor, you know, built these built these countries and as I said it needs to be taught our children needs to be taught the importance and we were an important part of history we were not just slaves we built America we built the Caribbean and we built Latin America so I think that you know just having the aspect of our history taught on a regular basis is one of the first steps and another thing I really do feel strongly we do need to have a anti hate Black bill passed, um, you know, the anti-Asian bill was passed. We need to have that for us. We've been fighting for this since the end of slavery through Jim Crow civil rights, and we have yet to have that bill passed. And I think this is the momentum that we need to have that bill passed and also a voting rights bill. So just getting involved with our Members of Congress, legislators Holding them accountable We vote these people in And then we don't do anything They don't hear from us They don't even know who we are And then two years later We vote them in again But what have they done for us? We have to hold these members of Congress good, um, Accountable So that's my main um, What I feel I would want to See as an offspring of this bill being passed Just to have um, our history being taught on a regular basis and just having these, you know, the voting rights bill passed, the uh, um, anti-hate um, bill against, you know, people of, you know, African-American, you know, descent being passed, just like they passed for the Asians.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for that very insightful answer. I appreciate thank that. You. Thank you, Miss Vanessa Barrow. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. And now we're going to turn to Miss Michelle Bleary Samuel, a Nassau Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers member, and you're going to share your insights and your reflections and thoughts on Juneteenth, the whole concept of the uh, the African diaspora and struggle in this country and globally, and and how it all ties into this day and on the broader scale.
4: Just reflecting on today, for myself as an immigrant from Jamaica. Why well, I didn't learn about Juneteenth. I learned about our, the slavery, coming to this country. It wasn't taught in school. And the same thing as Miss Vanessa, I took an African-American class and that's how I was introduced to what Juneteenth meant, the history of Juneteenth. So for myself, I am trying to educate my children so they understand not just slavery, but just to understand everything in regards to The same thing, the diaspora Mm -hmm. of the Caribbean, South America, exactly what Vanessa said, Mm -hmm. trying to learn more and learn so we can move forward and advocate for new bills, new laws that is going to advance the African-American population. I think it's an amazing thing for yesterday the bill to become and law a it's, holiday, it's amazing yes. a federal holiday and mm-hmm. i try to educate my children to let them know it's not just a day off from school mm-hmm. going forward is for you to understand and to learn about your culture and your rich history yes because we do have a rich history mm-hmm. and moving forward as a social worker i would like to make sure that i am advocating as well as my fellow colleagues advocating for more laws um More bills to pass so this way we can advance the African American community. And I think it's just an amazing thing for us to be able to celebrate Juneteenth and to just learn about our rich history.
0: Yes, and one thing that I'd like to say in in, in wrapping this and tying these two great comments up is that it's been said, and, and, and we as human beings on this planet need to recognize that African history is part of world history. Yes it is. African history is part of every history on this planet. Wherever exactly. you go, there's something that ties to Africa and yes. its rich history yes. and African civilizations have built cultures that were far advanced but you don't hear about that it's not taught and it needs Permit. to be taught just teach exactly. the truth exactly. you know it's, it's about the truth yes, it's not it about fabricating anything exactly. it's not about bragging yes, it's about yes. the truth is the truth is the truth exactly. and and you teach the truth and you pre- you present it you know don't don't hide it and don't uh uh you know, sugarcoat, sugarcoat, it. sugarcoat <laughs> it and don't uh eliminate it just teach the truth you know tulsa happened Tell why it happened Tell what happened You know that was never in the history books
4: I did not know about Tulsa The Black Wall Street Until recently to be honest And once again that was never taught in school That was never brought up um, Where now It's actually out in the open And people are actually learning more about it And I think it's a great thing So the more we dig into our history The more things will be revealed And we'll be able to Um, Educate everyone On like I said The African American Experience Our culture How we Played a major role In creating America For what it is Yes Yes.
0: absolutely
3: Um, Yes Just to piggyback Yes I definitely agree About that Because you know We kind of Like to put African American history And roll it up in a bow And it's basically Rosa Parks Malcolm X And Martin Mm -hmm. Luther King Mm -hmm. And it's so much More to it Mm -hmm. Perfect example hidden figures I knew nothing about that story and that's actually an amazing story that black women Mm -hmm. actually played a part in having an American go into space but did did I learn about that in school? No, I did not. So we have to, you know, as you said, continually educate ourselves. And I feel like once we, you know, the more educated we are about our mm-hmm. history and the role our history played in American in American history. Yes. And as you said, you know, across the diaspora. And as you said, just, you know, everywhere you look, African, you know, African roots, African history plays a major part in civilization. And we enlighten ourselves and open our eyes. You know, it's more to us than just black history. Three months and those four, those you know, four you know figures that everybody, uh, and of course Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. You know, those mm-hmm. are the main people that they always talk about right. it, um, during Black History Month, mm-hmm. and we need to open our eyes to this so much more. We have so much more to offer. We have so much. We have offered so much to American culture and history. Yes, I think it's about
4: exposure. The more we learn the more we're able to teach others. And I think the media is a a great area or avenue for us to show everyone, hidden figures, all these different Tulsa. If that was not on the, I guess Oprah is the one that did a special on it. Mm -hmm. I think we would not have known about the Tulsa and the Black Wall Street. Mm -hmm. So I feel that the media, the more we're involved in media, the more we'll learn others will learn about the culture as well
0: and, and, and also you know we, we need to constantly recognize all of the, the, the great contributions that were made right here in this country exactly. I, you know we need to tell all of our children yes. that every time you get in your car with your parents and they drive down the street and they stop at a stoplight Mm -hmm. garrett morgan invented that stoplight every time you turn on the light and it doesn't blow out right away yes thomas edison got credit but it was lewis Lattimore that figured out the filament part yes thomas edison he invented the electric lamp But it kept blowing out He had an assistant His assistant's name Was Louis Latimer Louis Latimer Worked under Thomas Edison But he was the one That figured out What needed to be done So that now When you turn on the light It stays And it doesn't blow out But they don't teach you that They got Thomas Edison uh, Con Edison Out in the city But if you go to No, the Schomburg, they have it as the Schomburg, Edison, Lattimore, Mm -hmm. science wing. So we need to just constantly make sure that we we know our history and educate our children so that when they step out into the world, they can step out with a sense of pride and dignity and knowing that they come from greatness. We need to royalty. Yes. yes, Royalty, greatness, Mm -hmm. kings and queens, inventors, innovators business owners. You know, look at Wall Street. Look at all the people. They had a flourishing economy that was self sufficient. Mm -hmm. Didn't need anything from anything outside. And that's why it was destroyed. Let's be clear about that. So so I think on this day of Juneteenth celebration, and yes, it's a day that we want to recognize what took place and it's a national holiday. Mm -hmm. But again, like you said, let's continue to build on our history and our legacy so that our children know that there's nothing that we can't do and nothing Nothing that they've tried to do has ever prevented us from being successful as long as we have a positive outlook. Okay, again, we're here at the 3D's Aftercare Incorporated Center. Uh, This is Silas, your e journalism social work advocate, and we're here celebrating. Juneteenth with the Nassau Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers and it's a very special day after three days ago having the holiday been declared a national holiday by President Joe Biden Uh, but we want to get some reflections and some impressions from our young people about what this means and what they hope this means for the future and so we're going to first start with Janiyah a community youth attendee and we're going to ask you Janiyah to just share some thoughts about what you feel is important important about this day.
1: It's mostly about like black people and how like we're not really like the focus in our world and I think that it's good that how we are today and it should be every day but I like how this holiday like we are all um like more known and like more focused.
0: Um and what do you hope will happen as a result of this now being declared a national holiday? What do you think what would you like to see happen? for things to get better
1: i hope that like more people who are maybe not black could like educate themselves more on black culture because a lot of people like they think that since it's not them it doesn't have anything to do with them or anything so i hope that people can like educate themselves on black culture
0: thank you so much for that uh insightful answer and i appreciate it okay now we're going to turn to ashia another community youth attendee ashia Tell us your impressions about Juneteenth and how you feel about this being declared a national holiday.
5: Well, I
3: first learned about Juneteenth about four years ago when I was a freshman. A friend about, of mine told me about it on the bus, and I always heard about it from my grandparents, from my parents, but I never really understood what the meaning of it was. And then. About a year or two later, an episode of Blackish came out, and they did a whole feature about Juneteenth, and it educated me further. So I hope in the future that Juneteenth, like Janiah said, forces people to educate themselves on the holiday and what it means to us and the United States. Okay.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your insightful answers. It's always great to get some input from our younger generation since it's going to be... um, um, young ladies and young young men that's going to carry the traditions forward and so you need to be well armed with education, facts and knowledge and again always step into any situation knowing that uh, you belong there and you're just as good as anybody and nobody's better than you. Okay, so thank you so much both for participating. Thank you. Okay, once again ladies and gentlemen, this is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and we're here live on set at the 3D's Aftercare and incorporated child development center and we're here celebrating juneteenth and we're getting some various different opinions and impressions from various members of the national association of black social workers nassau suffolk chapter and so i have with me today miss edith august nassau suffolk association of black social workers member and miss pauline rolls nassau suffolk association of black social workers member And we're going to ask each of you just share a little bit of insight and your impressions and your thoughts on this particular celebration this year, being that it just got declared a national holiday, what you think that means, and going forward, what you hope that actually brings about. So I'll start with you, Edith.
6: Okay. Um... For me, is a little bit of history. is In 1863, during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which declared more than three million slaves living in the Confederate states to be free. More than two years would pass, however, before the news reached African Americans living in Texas. It was not until Union soldiers arrived in Galveston, Texas on June 19, 1865, that the state's residents finally learned that slavery had been abolished. The former slaves immediately began to celebrate with prayer, feasting, song, and dance. And and for me personally, as I read this and I I think about where we are, I think about I am a child of the social change from the 60s and the 70s um I I think about the Jim Crow um that was going on in the south I think about share um, um Uh, Share crop sharing. Um, So even though, if I look at when Lincoln freed the slave, and I look at this, and I look at what's going on today, I I I have to keep hope alive because if I don't keep hope alive, I will end up destroying myself. So yesterday, this United States Supreme Court reversed um, the Affordable Care Act. They, you know, they didn't pass it. They rejected that. Yesterday, the new a ground was broken up in Harlem for the new urban. Development where they will bring where, um, um, community partners, will come in and have businesses at this particular site and affordable housing. Um, things like that, it, it keeps hope alive. But I also think about George Floyd. I also think about Breonna Taylor. I also think about my three adult African um, American sons and the journey that we've come with them and the journey that they continue to take. So, as I said, on this day, I can only keep hope alive. Hmm. putting one step in front of the other and basically that's what we all have to do we can't give up we have to keep striving ahead you know it's one of the things one of my sons said to me he said mom Let's not always focus On the bad Let's focus on the good Let's look at everything That was done to us But we are still here Yes Okay yes. So that is a strength And as a social worker We pull on that strength perspective Yes Wherever we need to reach And pull from And that is And I look back We had a black president mm-hmm. You know So we've only been free For 50 years mm-hmm. But still look at where we are And that's the way I As, as Even though sometimes I get very sad Um, during the whole Black Lives Matter I cried and said how much more can I take but I put one step in front of the other and I think if, if we all continue to do that, if we all continue to make strides Things will continue to change Yes,
0: absolutely Thank you so much for those mm-hmm. insightful and impactful comments um, mm-hmm. That was a great um, contribution to this uh, this audio montage And next we're going to go to Ms. Pauline Rose And she's going to share her thoughts and impressions And uh, her hopes for what this declaration of a national
5: holiday of Juneteenth means to her I'll start by saying that I am in great spirits today, and I'm in great spirits being here at 3Ds for the Association of Black Social Workers, Nassau Suffolk Chapter, for putting on this event where we all contributed so many different volunteers from the community and so many of our members who participated in so many different ways so i'm very proud of that because part of what i think about juneteenth is our service to the community our service to our people and the effort of the efforts of volunteering so since i've learned about juneteenth which was a few years ago Mm -hmm. um very inspired when I heard about Juneteenth. I said, what? You mean there were really some people who didn't know that slavery ended? Um, You know, and this just kind of um, puzzled me because as I think about emancipation, you know, across the diaspora and there's there's Emancipation Day in so many other places, but to know that in the United States (laughs) there was a divide. And so people in Texas they didn't know Mm -hmm. and not only that you know with that Emancipation Proclamation and all of that if you really read it I can't read it now if you really read it you see that there was freedom for everybody Mm -hmm. if you look you know read deep into it Mm -hmm. you will realize that freedom wasn't for everybody at that time Um, and so each year as I learn more about Juneteenth I share more I share with my community I share it with my family, I share mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. And I do a lot of sharing at work Because, you know, each person that I talk to Up until now Now it's a little bit different This Last year and this year They didn't know about Juneteenth mm-hmm. um, So just thinking about it I've always asked, you know what When will the powers that be Recognize this day That has been recognized by black people Across the United States for so many years so I'm inspired by this most recognition that happened two days ago, and I'm glad. But I know that there is much more to do mm-hmm. to bring equity. Because we're celebrating Juneteenth and we're celebrating it as Independence Day, there's so much work. It's just the beginning, yes. mm-hmm. and that's yes. the way that I think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to work hard to bring our communities together. Let me say that I'm most proud of Nassau Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers for taking on this task of sharing our events with our members and members of the community. So we are from activities all the way to emotional emancipation. If we continue to carry those feelings that are placed on us or those lies that are placed on us, we won't prosper. Mm -hmm. So we take that task on every year at NASA Suffolk Association of Black Social Workers, and we'll do it this year also. So I say... We take the time, we take the knowledge and we take what <laughs> the government has given to us as a day <laughs> to reflect mm-hmm. and what they give to you, you have to use it. So we'll use it to the best of our advantage to look back, look forward and to do all that we can, enjoy and carry on with Juneteenth as we go into 2022.
0: Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I and I thank you for those very... Uh, Poignant remarks, and I wrap things up by saying, Harambe. Harambe. What is the news? Juneteenth is now a national holiday, Mm -hmm. and the journey and the struggle and the triumphs continue. Yes. Yes. Yes.
5: All right. right. Okay. Great
0: way to close it out. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and host of the show. You've been listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. This and all other programs are available on the Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Anchor podcast platforms. Go to any search engine and type in Kelson on the Air in the search window to hear this show in its entirety. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Kelson Communications production.